Hello, Sky friends. Scott here. I'm jumping in to let you all know that Seasons of Skyrend has officially launched our Patreon page. Now you can help support the show directly and get some bonuses in return. We have rewards ranging from special Discord roles to outtakes to creating your own NPC for the world of Skyrend and more. Head over to patreon.com slash skyrendpodcast for all the details. Every dollar goes into running and improving the show that you have helped make a success. And with your support, we can make the show even better. Thank you all so much for listening to us. Again, that's patreon.com slash skyrendpodcast. Any amount of support is appreciated. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Hello, Sky friends, and thank you for joining us. I am your host and DM, Scott. I'm here today to talk to you about our sponsor, Libris Arcana. They offer dice subscriptions, leather gaming covers, and more. I signed up for their monthly subscription, and let me tell you, these are some great dice. They're perfect for causing some trouble in our game. Head over to their website, librisarcana.com, and you can get a subscription of your very own. That's L-I-B-R-I-S-A-R-C-A-N-A dot com. As a bonus to Seasons of Skyrend listeners, you can use the promo code SKYREND at checkout to receive 20% off your first month. Each month, you'll receive a new and unique set of dice delivered right to your door. Again, enter promo code SKYRAND at checkout to receive 20% off your first month's subscription. Go get yourself some dice and help us keep the lights on. Thank you, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. Book 2, Chapter 58 After I'm Gone (laughs) 
Patrice's turn. Aranus, are you telling me you still have distractions? I'm so sorry, Darwin. I'm so sorry. Okay. Can I yell back at him? You can yell back in Gorilla? If he wants to stop the, dire- the distractions, tell him, give us Sniffins back and I'll talk to you. That would, so he wants to have a conversation, <laughs> that's what's you, keeping you from having a conversation. Do you just want to growl and point at Leopold? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. As if to indicate, like, the only distraction here is this guy. I want the dog back. Oh, this could go really poorly, though. Well, of course it could, but it's already going poorly, so, I mean... Alright, with your growling and gesturing, give me a persuasion check. It's a 19. Hmm. I'm actually really interested to see where this is all going with Leopold and the dog. Um, I can make sure Sam is fine. We can worry about the dog later. No... I just shake my head. Well, fine. I won't help Leopold against my better judgment. But Darwin... God damn it. Luckily the kangaroo still has orders. Bye, Darwin. 16. Okay. This is wild. Uh Uh-oh. It's befitting chaos magic. I'm dead. Darwin... Please make an intelligence saving throw. Oh my god. What the hell? I am boned. What the hell is that crap? Uh, oh, I got a 19. Ooh. Still not gonna get enough. Check that shit out, it's though. It's against a god. That's true. It's still not good enough. Still, though. Um, good effort, buddy. I mean, you both are getting so close. And if you had more, if either of you had, like, a close a three. It's okay, I wouldn't be saving here either, so. Because I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit. Is a DC 20. We'll oh, put that curtain right back. Because it's a god. Yeah, we figured. So Darwin patches, waves a hand, and a circular ring of little dark blue and purple fireballs come spinning towards you as he casts Mental Prison. Oh, God. Oh, dear. dear. That sounds bad. There is some damage involved with this, which we'll get to second. Oh dear. Second. (laughs) The area immediately around your space appears dangerous to you. You've got these pillars of spinning fire all around. Whatever form the illusion takes, target can't see or hear anything beyond it. It is restrained for the spell's duration. If you're moved out of this illusion, make a melee attack through it, or reach any part of your body through it, you take... Even more damage. Jeez. So first, we will get to the psychic damage that you take. Okay. Two, three, four, Mother five. Oh my god, he's about to die. I really am. Um, if you try to move through this in any way, it's twice as many. Oh my god. Got it. And that'll just like straight up kill you. Oh dear. That is... 26 psychic damage. So that's exactly what I have. (sighs) Darwin collapses. Nobody can see from what. Alright, Arnest, I think we're just about out of distractions, right? It's Leopold's turn. You're the only thing standing between him and freedom at the moment. So he's going to charge you. First is... Just some random chaos magic. He is out of the good stuff. 
But now he's almost out of the medium stuff. I think he actually is out of the medium stuff now. He's a new convert. He ain't that good. Yeah, it's another D32. Now that's not gonna do anything? <laughs> Don't say that unless you mean it. <laughs> you're not even wearing anything, are you? Because you're a giant ape. Yep. Yeah. All of your gear melded into you. Yep. So Leopold throws some random chaos magic at you and casts knock. <laughs> and you hear a knocking sound at your head. There's nothing to open or to unlatch. Yeah. It doesn't do anything to the mantle, does it? Uh, no. Okay. No, it doesn't have any hinges or okay. latches to speak of, so no, it doesn't do anything at all to the mantle. But you just hear a very loud knocking sound in your head. And then he finishes charging you and he's going to attack you. Physically now. So the first thing he's going to do is try to bite you. He's probably going to hit. 17? Yeah, that's going to hit. 14 piercing damage. And you are now grappled within his teeth. Um, Go ahead and make your concentration. So it'll be a DC 10 con save. Okay. And I'm using the con from the ape? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the body with the constitution right now. Okay. So probably pretty good, right? It's plus four. Pretty good. Yeah, it was 15. All right, you're fine. And then he's going to try to shove a clawed hand into your side. Ew. Ooh, that's only an 11. That is not going to hit. Okay, I'm glad your AC isn't that bad now. That would be scary. It is 12. <laughs> but an 11 does not hit. Wow. All right, artist, you are currently being uh, grappled in Leopold's canine-like jaw. You can still attack. It's just you don't have any movement right now. But everything else is fine. Well, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and attack him. Uh, Take that double punch. Yeah, I think that's that's what we're doing here. All right, let's do these one at a time. He's not super healthy. Yeah, let's... All right. I have a ten-foot reach. Not that I need it. He is right up on you. Remember, you don't want to kill him. You don't sniffins. know what that's going to do to Sniffins. I guess hence the one at a time. Yeah. Right. Well, that's a 17 on the die. That's really going to hit. Because <laughs> I know you have, like, way high strength right now. Uh, oh, sorry, what does that come to? Uh, at 26. <laughs> yes, wow. that is. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to say now non-lethal damage? Yes, okay. I do. Because I don't want to kill him because I want to get Sniffins back. Okay. You want me to roll? Yeah, I want you to roll. In case He's I'm... not super healthy, but you could still roll, like, three. Yeah, I could. It is plus six, though. Okay, so that's 16, 20, 26 damage. So what does this look like as you knock Leopold Sniffins the fuck out? Let me see. If I... Okay, hang on. <laughs> I'm just gonna get up and actually feel it out here. Hang Pantomime on. this. If he... he is smaller than you. He's biting. He's latched onto you with his teeth. See, I assumed he would have, like, jumped and gotten my neck, but I guess I'm big. But he's big now, too. He's bigger. Not as Go ahead. You. The stage is yours. How big is huge? Huge is huge. It's bigger than large. Bigger, and it's, so which is like 15 feet. Okay. Big so assume that he got, like, my though. side then, right? Because he's not tall enough to get... Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking just, like, literal, like, downward, like, Superman punch. Except mm. I didn't jump because there's no need to. Because I'm already above him. <laughs> so, like, just a... Just a... a bam! Where at? I don't, like... 
the top of his head, probably. Oh, you brain him. Or maybe, like, because yeah. I don't think I can accurately get, like, the side of his head. Oh, you sure so you it's can. it's just, dang. Just there a go. straight punch into the back of his dome. Yeah. But probably with my right hand. Sorry. <laughs> left, but it's fine. Um, we get it. His jaw instantly goes slack as you punch him in the head. He stumbles. And then just falls backwards. And rolls down the stairs. Not hurt. Like, you know, rolls down the stairs and stops at the base of the stairs. Totally knocked out. Okay. Not dead. You've still got, you've got your movement now. You're no longer restrained. I want to go down and... Basically, go like stand over him. Movement's not an issue here. I, yeah, I'm just trying to mm, hang on a second. I need to know something. We got answers. Um, yeah, and it's in. It's in here. I just I need to know how to get rid of polymorph. It's a bonus action. Is it a bonus action just to dismiss mm-hmm. it? I mean, not that I particularly want to yet. You don't have to do it yet. Yeah. But okay, so Leopold's not going anywhere. But it's a bonus action to dismiss it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I need to know. I can't cast magic in this form, right? Right. I don't nope. have my loot. Yeah. I don't have language. I wish I understood how they had been ripping Sam and Sniffins apart. It's just pure strength. You just mm-hmm. watched them rip them apart, literally. Is that a, that's mm-hmm. a full action. It would be an attack action. Which you still have one left, if I recall. I do still have yes, one left. Multi-attack. Yeah, from what you saw, it was brute strength, because it is not meant to be pleasant. In which case, then, that's what I want to do. I want to walk down there and finish the job. Separating the two. Yeah. Leopold and Sniffins. All right. Yes. You pick Leopold up in your hands. Give me an athletics check with advantage, because uh, he's out. There's no way he can resist this. Well... That's a 20. It's not a crit. It's a 20. Brutally, you pull Leopold and Sniffins apart, both unconscious. Neither dead. And you've got one in each hand. You can drop either of them if you would want to. Uh, but other than that, your turn's done. Okay. I want to drop Leopold. Okay. Good. Fuck that guy. Oh. I'm still holding the mantle. Yeah. You're an ape. You've okay. got opposable feet. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what did you do with the mantle when you pulled them apart? Put it in your foot. Hold on to your foot. On the ground. Uh, put it in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> it's loud enough. Tucked it in your armpit. I mean, I don't... You tell me. Oddly enough, I think the safest spot is in my mouth pointed out. Away from me. <laughs> All That's right. like the most bizarre thing I think I've ever said, but it's not like I have language anyway, so... Roll me an arcana check. Ooh. <laughs> it's an eight. Hold on. As you have sniffins in one hand... And Leopold in the other, and a highly powerful magical artifact in your mouth. You just toss Leopold to the ground, and you feel yourself starting to shrink back down out of ape form. Yeah. I assume spitting the mantle out of your mouth. In my hand. My free hand, <laughs> yes, of okay. course. Not covered in ape. Boogie saliva. It's fine. You shrink back down, and right now you are still covered in that bluish-green ape fur, even though you were just RNS again. <laughs> cool. Been in good shape in a while. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Darvin, make a death saving throw. Making a death saving throw. Yeah, that's a success. It's 19. There's one. Your kangaroo's last command was to attack Leopold. Yes. That is taken care of. 
So he just kind of hops in place next to you. Oh! You're dead. You are at zero HP. What items do you have on you still? Last time I stole my bow and arrow. All that's left of the items we talked about are the sword. Might be it. And your bag? And your bag. And my bag, yeah. Oh, dear. All of the incidental stuff you have in your bag. Yeah, sword and bag. Well, all right. Let's say that's a one, two, three for the sword and a four, five, six on the bag. I don't even know which I'm hoping for at this point. That's a sword right there, buddy. <laughs> Ebony Kangaroo reaches down, picks up this nice draconic sword, pulls his patch open, just drops it in. You hear it rattle around with everything else. You hear it like, clinking with the coins. Clink with some coins and that chain blade that's in there. Snaps his pouch shut. Looks happy. All right. We go now back to the grayscape where Vale is wandering. I'm going to use my full move. Mm-hmm. To move in the direction that I believe I've been guided. I'm going to use my mm-hmm. bonus action. Continue to move in that direction. Okay. And then I'm going to use my action to take a knee and a com- using a combination of like my boot, the ground, and my leg, reset my hidden blade. Okay. Hidden blade reset. You can start to make out the forms a little bit better as that group is moving along. All humanoid, but you do see some animal parts on them, like some stag horns. Uh, some real burly people. You see like a like a centaur thing. Half hooved animal, half humanoid on top. Difficult to tell if it's actually horse and human. Back here in the cavern, though, it's time for patches. Of course it is. I think he's just going to walk right up to you, Arnis. Okay, okay, okay. I guess it's good that you stopped Leopold. I was real interested to see what he was going to do. But, on the other hand, you know, there's plenty more fun, interesting things coming around the bed. Are we ready for our talk now? Your dog friend is safe? The one-armed person there, somewhere? Looks over at Darwin. Eh, I'm sure they're fine. He doesn't know. Wait, he says that with the confidence of not knowing and caring at the same time. Are we... are we good now? We don't have to go anywhere else and there's no more distractions. You need to let me do two things, and then I'll talk to you or whatever. Hmm. What two things? I want to put Sam and Sniffins back together, and I want to make sure that Darwin's not dead. Leave him unconscious. Fine. But I want to make sure he's not dead. Okay. Roll persuasion. That is a 22. Nice. By all means, go and help your dog friend. Then your other friend. Yes, yes, yes. I can tell it's something you really want to do, so I'm not going to stop you. So I do. Okay. Darvin, make a death saving throw. 17. Good. In the meanwhile, Aranis, you've made it back over to Sam. You've placed them back together. Are you doing any healing on them, or how do you want to do that? Oh, I guess I should, probably. They're both unconscious. Just to make sure that they don't die in the meantime. I need to do healing at least on, like, one of them so mm-hmm. that they can... Yeah. Rejoin. You only need to do it on one. I'll tell okay. you that right now. Because that connection can be initiated from either side. Person or animal. Okay, I am going to... Sniffin's got torn off twice. He probably needs more. Well, from Sam. Oh, sorry. You're right. right? Three times, actually. Yeah. Three times. Twice from right. Sam, once from Leopold. That's right. Well, I mean, it's all elementary, right? Because once they're back together, yeah, they're all like... Yeah. Then they have a common pool. Yeah. 
Right now they're both at zero, unconscious. Um, it's really just who does Arnis heal? I'm gonna heal Sam. Okay. Is it going without saying that you're taking the cuff off of Sam? Or off or of Stiffens? Yeah, I would. Alright, you wanna take that manacle cuff off of Stiffens? Yeah. That's fine. You can do so. It's fairly easy to take off at this point. I throw it as far in the like opposite direction of Leopold. Pull the water open. Just like I'm not aiming for anything in particular. Just okay. go away. But I mean, I was right there on Chris's train Pull of thought. Water. You chuck it off into the corner. You hear a whoosh. Perfect. As it lands in that whirlpool, and it perfect. It's gone. It's dead. Perfect. It goes wherever that water goes. So you heal Sam up. You put the two of them together. I mean, unless there's something you're doing before putting them back together? No. Okay. It's basically, well, I mean, like, I can't right. put them together, right? Like, They'll put one themselves of them has together. to yeah. initiate um, that. Right? So just spend whatever spell slot you want for the healing. Uh, I am... G- uh, unless you're going to let me use two spell slots to heal him and Darvin, which you're not going to at the same do. time. You don't need to heal me anyway, right? No, you just need to... You can just heal or stabilize or whatever. Yeah, I guess I You can heal if you want. I guess I need to just It, it may be you. Yeah, it may be better if I'm not conscious for um, this. So then I'm simply going to cure wounds, Sam. Okay. You give him enough health so that way his eyes flutter open. He absolutely drained. Reaches over and grabs Sniffins, like kind of pulls him in for like a cuddle, petting him between the ears. And the two of them very... Not difficultly, not oddly, but it's off. Slowly and painfully? It's not painful. It's a relief. Mm. For them, it's a relief, but it's still not the same as what you've seen before. It actually takes a couple of beats before the two of them combine together into Tamani form. And Sam just rolls over onto his back, throws his arms out to the side. Arnis, thank, thank you, and just, oh, I need to rest. <laughs> he's conscious, but like, he's so far out of it. He'll be able to get up and move when they're finally ready, but yeah. until then, he wants to lie down. He's fine. Uh, and then you want to go over to Darwin? Yes. All right, Darwin, make one more death saving throw. Yeah, that's 17. All right. Stabilize. Arnis, as soon as you get to Darwin, you reach down. He's hurt, and he's not going anywhere. But he might be fine if you just leave him be right now. But you can heal him if you want. I don't know that I particularly need to. I'm actually okay with him still kind of being just unconscious. That might be better for this. Yeah. Alright. Vale. Let's go back to you out of the grayscape for a moment. Still heading out that way? As you get another 60 feet closer, you can start to make out distinct individuals in that group of people. I think Turval is the only one you recognize. There's others that look similar, like, that's almost like Sam, or um, one that's almost like Dipple or Theria, but not quite. Turval's the only one who actually stands out. And you can see something in the snow now, up ahead, that they seem to be heading towards. It's, you can't make out what it is, it's just lying flat in the snow, but it's like a you know, bracelet or something glinting. Attached to something else, but like, there's something on it that's glinting. They have not noticed you, or if they have, they just honestly don't care. They're not paying you any attention. Is there anything else you want to do while you're there, making your way? No, I want to 
avoid them knowing me, and I need to. I'm still looking for my way out. Okay. Assuming I'm going in the direction I was guided. Okay. Let's get back to the cavern with patches. Okay, Arnis. I've had your two things. I'm all ready to sit down, have a chat. Let's go over by the fire. He just walks over and sits cross-legged next to the fire. What do you do? Weirdly suspicious of that fire. Does it still look weird? There's still a couple of tendrils in there, like the blue and purple, but it's mostly normal fire color. Oranges, reds, yellow. It's just that it was tainted from that darkness spell. Oh, so that's what, okay. Yeah, that's all. That's what got it, it wasn't like weird. No, 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 he wasn't doing anything with it, it was weird chaos magic interactions. I guess I'd follow him over there. But like, there's no way to like follow somebody like over to a thing, but making it look like you're not like following a command that they just gave you. <laughs> you're trying to establish some kind of dominance here in the situation. No, just control over my own actions, right? Because I don't want it to seem like I'm following his orders, but I'm gonna. Maybe I'll wait oh, until he puppy. asks me a direct question, and then I'll actually like walk over there while I'm answering. So he sits down and looks, and you're just still standing there. And I'm just like, what? Say okay. what you have to say. Okay, that's fair. Darvin. Stabilized. Roll religion. Now I roll well. I get a 24. Ooh. As you lie on the steps, unconscious, you can hear Coram's voice. Distant. Getting closer. Darvin. Darvin. Your friend is... Well, nearing the end of the quest. However it comes out. Don't you worry. You will pay that toll. I will keep you safe. Are you comfortable here? I'm good. Okay. As we... Pull back out to Vale. Darvin, you've got... Well, until something gets resolved here, a nice little darkness chat with Corrin. As you would want it. Or not want it. You'll probably have more to say. But it's open for you as well. Okay. Vale, what do you do? Still looking for the portal. It's my way out. Okay. Still heading in the direction I felt like I was being guided. All right. As you get closer and closer, you realize that you're going to get to this spot before that group of whoever does. And now just maybe 15 feet ahead, you can see in the snow what they're coming after. And you look down and there's your other arm. No way. (laughs) It's my arm. I don't know what to do. It's my arm. Um, I pick it up. You see your arm, and you rush forward to pick it up. Where are you grabbing it by? I was going to go for the wrist. As you reach down to grab it by the wrist, it turns up and grabs you by the wrist. Awesome, that's about right. Wow. How does Bill react to that? Um, well, I have no other arm to do, so I start shaking my own hand to try and shake it off. <laughs> That's the first reaction When that doesn't work You put a foot on it And you um, try and pry your arm off Well here let me tell you What happens before the foot Needs to come into play <laughs> Before he puts his foot down mm-hmm. As you pull back And attempt to shake the arm The arm lifts up The shoulder part last in the snow And as you pull that up 
a whole snow torso pulls up with it. Oh, God. And there's another humanoid shape, just snow-looking veil attached to that arm. Whoa. And as you begin to shake it, it just slaps you across the face with the snowy hand. Oh, that's awesome. Excuse me? Oh, God, I hate this place. <laughs> We're talking about this is fantastic. This is so much better than what I'm dealing with. I thought that, that was my unattached arm. I'm sorry. Well, it's mine now. Do you want me to not have an arm? I don't even know what you are. Well, I think I'm alive. Other than that, like, pokes a finger into their chest and, like, makes a few snowy indents. And pull out, they just kind of back... I mean, if you want an arm, go get your own. Yeah, I had one. <laughs> Whatever. Ugh, this is such a waste of my time. And I look around for the portal. Um, you can't see it from here, but you do see that group of people approaching. We will come back to that. Back in the cavern. Oh, not joining me, artists? Okay, whatever. I rather like it by the fire. It's warm. So you want me gone? Why? It's your mission, but why? To save my own afterlife. Oh, I. <laughs> so Corm put you up to it. I made a deal. That sounds like one he would make. Yeah. Why should I let you? Because it's just weird enough to be interesting. <laughs> nice. <sighs> you have no idea. I mean, if you just kill me, a few things will change. I've seen some great changes. Caused some too. But if I were dead, it would be the biggest thing that's happened in a long time. I'm just upset that I wouldn't get to see it. (laughs) Are you telling me that's more interesting? It's more fun? I don't know. It's not... It's not my kind of fun. But... I would have thought that it's it's the ultimate form of chaos, right? Mm. More chaos by getting rid of it. Wouldn't you rather become it no. than get rid of it? No. Hmm. Don't even have to think about that one, buddy. No. Yeah. Uh, roll me persuasion. Well, you can't tell by the tone of my voice. I gotta play my cards. Yep. That's a 16. We'll briefly pan over to Darwin's unconscious body. (laughs) You've got an audience with Coram right now. In words only. Not a physical audience. You'd have to be dead for that. (laughs) Or you'd have to come to this plane, and that's also not happening right now. Is there anything you would like to do? All Darwin really can think of to say is about that stupid giant chief. (laughs) What do you say, then? What about him? I'm sorry, I haven't killed that stupid giant chief yet. Darwin at this point is worried he's never going to get the chance, so he's like, you know. Mm-hmm. Darwin, Darwin, Darwin. Ugh. You actually hear like some amount of laughter in his voice now. First of all, it's not as big of a concern as it once was. Second of all, you left plenty of time if that's really what you're going to do after this. But if you want out of that... There's other things that I can have you do. Hmm. The giants are cloistered up in their mountain. Not really much of a bother. Okay. 
I will happily take a new task then when the time comes. <laughs> All right. well, we can we can certainly discuss that. It really depends on what your friends do. Veil. Mm-hmm. You've got a snowy veil mm-hmm. with your right arm at your side. They're your right hand man. And that group of people quickly approaching. They're not at like a run, but they'll be here very soon. Yeah. The arm is my arm, right? Yes. Okay. No doubt. It's a snowy version of myself. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and draw my dagger and try and cut my arm off. <laughs> <laughs> I want my fucking arm, man. There's nothing else to do. I love it so very much. Make an attack roll. Sorry. It'll die a big number. What does that come to? It's a 23. Does that beat your AC? <laughs> yes, it beats my AC. <laughs> you cut yourself. Sorry, you cut your snow self. Uh, roll damage. Mm, it's a d4. Does snow self count as an ally? No. <laughs> the person you're attacking? No. But it's me! Seven. <laughs> it's a snow clone. Snow veil. Okay, yeah, they're in combat now with you. Ow! It pulls out a snow dagger and stabs you in the shoulder. Awesome! This is how Vale dies. Hey, you're the one that stabbed first. <laughs> I wanted my arm back. That's a 17 on the die. That's gonna hit, because that ties. <laughs> well, there's still all of your bonuses. Yeah. Three plus whatever your damage thing is. Five. Okay, so eight damage. Which I get to have. Oh! Oh, yeah. Snowvale does too. Great. Yeah. Great, let's do this. <laughs> Alright, Vale, as you and Snowvale exchange stabs to the shoulder, as these people notice you and Snowvale fighting each other, their eyes lock on you, Vale. Some of them start throwing snowballs right away, missing wildly, but the rest are charging you. Terval is taking the lead, and he goes to grab you. Make an acrobatics or athletics. 23. You manage to quickly dodge out of the way as his arms swoop over your head, and a bunch of the other ones start coming in from the sides, encircling you and Snowvale. Back out to the cavern. Patches. Oh, Patches. Okay, Aranus, you say it's going to be fun and interesting, but if I'm not just killed, if I'm dead, I won't get to see any of it. How am I going to, how am I going to know how great it was? If you kill me, you could become me, or I could become you, and we could see whatever fun happens. No. But dead, that's, that's heavy. I'm not just in like a depressing sort of way. I'm intrigued to say the least, but it's not an easy decision to make. For you, have you considered the cost in all this? It's not just me, if I'm dead, dead. It's all of my children, everything I've created. It'll start to fade or, I don't know. Hasn't happened before, never died. Something's gonna happen. You want to take that on? It'll be interesting. Yes. Hmm. Roll me persuasion again, Arnis. Oh, good God. That's more like it. That's a 26. Now, part of me would 
love to stop you, but that little stone you brought with you has done a number. I'm just not exactly up to my full, uh, my full self right now. I don't know if I'm ready to go, but it sounds so... Oh, someone, whatever happens, you can't just let it go to waste. There needs to be books or songs or your stories or something. Oh, don't you worry about that. I mean, who are you talking to, right? Come on. I know, I know, I know. Play me a song. Prove it to me. Are you for real? <laughs> Am I for real? You're asking me to die. I can't have a song on the way out? What kind of song do you want? Because <sighs> I feel like you're stalling, so what do you want? <laughs> well, of course I'm stalling. I, something lively? <laughs> I don't want you to make boring songs after I'm gone. Um, <laughs> you're drinking so. my, my opening of show number. No magic here, just tunage. No magic. Okay. You want me to roll performance, yes, I'm guessing? I, I want you to roll performance here. 21. Patches starts bobbing his head to the music, swaying back and forth, seated down by the fire, and starts to like wave his hands up, like motion in the air, and you see some of the flames kind of like lick up with his motions higher, causing the cavern to grow brighter, and he's really enjoying himself. Hey, Darvin. <sighs> Unconscious Darvin. Having a nice little chat with Corum. I know you can't see it, Darvin, but your friend's doing very well out there. That's hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Not, wow, that came out wrong. Because of how dire things were when I left, I mean. I'm not offended. <laughs> Oops. Not easy to keep Pathox entertained. Entertained? Uh, okay, I can see it. I've got good news for you. If he succeeds, I'll have plenty of tasks for you. There'll be no shortage of work. It's for your other friend, though. I'm still not even sure what happened to them. Was I awake when you... <laughs> yeah, you were. You watched. Got it. They're not dead. I mean, I would... I think I would know. But they're not there anymore, either, so... Well, mm. If we survive this, we will try and find them. Okay. Vale. These snowy creatures are advancing on you and Snowvale. Mm -hmm. And they just start crowding around you and Snowvale. They're just huddled in tighter and tighter and tighter. They're trying to... I don't want to say consume because it sounds like you're being eaten. But they're trying to pile in around you until you're trapped inside a bunch of snow thems. Okay, that's fun. Uh, what do you do? Man, I've been through this weird snow shit before. I just... I let it roll. The last time we fought it was a shit show. Mm -hmm. So I just... I let it wash over me, man. I just give in to it. Okay. As they press into you and Snow Veil, eventually they form into a large amalgamation of creatures. There are bear arms and owl heads and wings and antlers and hooves just coming out all over. This is a huge, monstrous-looking creature. And both you and Snowvale have your heads poking outside from somewhere in this massive body. And they begin walking you in the other direction. And you quickly see a few of the others putting a cage up. And they are walking you into that cage. 
And that's when I start to struggle because I don't want to go into a cage. Rightly so. <laughs> All right, you can roll athletics or acrobatics. This is pretty much a grapple. My 23 is doing me good today. All right, let's see. It's going to be very hard for them to beat that, especially with the nine. Let's see how Snowvale does. Which direction do you want to spill out? Front, side, back? Side. Okay. You spill out the side of this snowy monstrosity, but you see that Snow Veil did not make it out. You see the snow head and your changeling arm sticking out from the side. She's like, no, 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 me, Veil? mm." And they're like reaching out to you as those creatures begin to walk inside the snow cage. Sorry, it's not made of snow. It is metal. What do you do? Oh, God. I just want to get out of here. I don't need my arm that bad. I'll find a way to do without my arm. I've been without it for a while. Not a while, but at least a little while. Um, As you make that decision, the cage door slams shut. The snow creatures just walk through the bars and exit out. And there's Snowvale inside, and they start to move through with the arm just tink, tink can't get it through. And every time they try to get like part of their snowy body out, the other ones are shoving Snow Veil back in. What are you doing? Oh, I'm bolting. Okay. I don't know what way to run. You just start running. That's fine. Away from them. Mm-hmm. They are less concerned with you at the moment. They've got an A prisoner. Okay. It's time for some more Patches and Arnis. From where he's sitting, Patches turns, puts his back to the fire. Remains sitting on the ground. Fire going up high behind him. Well, Arnis, I'm... I'm ready to see what this could feel like. And what this might look like. But if what you really want is me gone. Me. Everything I've made. I need to know now that... Like, how do I say this? Uh, like, I don't know. You're not going to change your mind. It might be fun being you, but it sounds like you don't want me all up in there. I really don't. Make one more persuasion roll. This close. This close. Don't say that. It's a 15. Can I go to sleep first? I don't want to see it. That feels like a trick. No. I do actually say that out loud. (laughs) No. Do you want to see it coming? I'm actually trying to think. Does Arnis want to see it coming? You know, Patches, if you had asked me that two, three years ago, I would have said, hell no, I don't want to see it coming. But at this point, knowing the minimal things I know about death, yeah, I want to know who who killed me. I'd want to know. Well, I'm going to know who, right? No, but I'd, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd want to see it coming. So that's a no on the sleeping. Yeah. I just, like, there's no way for me to convince myself that he's not trying to pull something on me. I mean, can I I just turn around? Yeah, because if that's what what you need, then... I mean, if you can make it painless, pain kind of sucks. It does kind of suck. There's there's no way for me to make it painless. I don't have that ability. Unfortunately, the expert murder, the expert killers in the group are not there with you. I don't have the power word kill. 
Neither of them knows how to painlessly kill Pathos. Tell you what, Arnis. I'm just gonna turn, face the fire. Whatever happens, happens. And he turns around on the ground, crosses his legs again, and stares in the fire. Humming that tune you played for him. Um, I want to use. I don't actually know the best way to do this. I don't have a lot of like damage causing spells. Crossbow bolt, the back of the neck. That's kind of. What I'm thinking, but I'm also thinking that I that may want to use the mantle to like drain him of the rest of his power mm. and then stab him. It's only upping the amount of rolls I have to do is the problem. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's what I want to do. Okay. I'm rolling our So no. So you go over to the mantle and pick it up and turn it on to patches. Um, yeah, roll Arcana. It's gonna turn on. It's a 13. It's a very wide arc. It sprays across this room and starts pulling magic in. Those off-colored tendrils of fire get pulled right past patches. You can see the lights flashing by and magic is getting pulled out of him. And You can see his breathing get labored and you can see the mantle just glow brighter and brighter and it is almost singing with energy. What you took from the bulb in the frost swamp was less. This is rapidly filling. You had already pulled in some other magic besides Mm -hmm. what Patches had, and it just gets warm in your hands. All of the glowy bits inside are getting larger and larger. You can see it radiating out in your eyes. Until eventually... It just shuts itself off. The mantle cannot hold anymore. And as a failsafe, it just... And this thing is glowing just all sorts of different colors. Greens, yellows, blues, purples, reds. All from this dark opalescent core. And yeah, it is the most magical thing you've ever touched. Darvin. I want to have one last exchange here amongst everybody before we do this thing that apparently we're going to try to do. So yeah, Darvin, here in your unconscious state, you can practically feel Corum turn to you. Well, Darvin, looks like it's almost time for you to go back. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But apparently Arnis did have it in him. Wow. It's, okay. uh, it's going to be a new world. Can you tell me what I agreed to give up? Hmm. Roll persuasion. Dang it! Our roles should be reversed. Right? Only for right now, though. Ten. Hmm. Darwin, you've already given it up. But, I get the feeling that you're going to find out very soon. Once Arnis does what he's setting out to do. But in the meantime, let's just enjoy each other's company while we can. Alright. Okay. Vale. Yes. You are running away from this group of snow creatures in the grayscape. This is a place you've only been to once before, and not for very long. And you want to find something 
will help you get back. Um, you know what we haven't rolled in a long, long time? What? Survival. <laughs> I want you to roll survival. Making your way through an unknown land. I got an 11 with no bonuses. Should we ask Fairfax about the grayscape? Did it hurt us? <laughs> Did anyone be back there? I had extra questions, too. <laughs> you know. It's too late now! Yes, it is. Way too late. Uh, 11. Oh, I good enough. Vale, you start running, and you feel those same gusts of wind that Tiff sent you to lead you towards your arm. An attempt to make you whole again. But this time, they're just kind of whipping in different directions. And before long, you find yourself at the entrance to this giant ice chasm, cracked out in the ground in front of you. That portal, nowhere in sight right now. The cavern. Patches is weak. Nearly everything of him has been drained away by that mantle. And there's still just a very light, woozy hum coming from him as he stares in the embers of the fire. And Arnus, what do you do? Oddly, learned a few things from Vale over the last few years. I take a crossbow bolt and try to put it right at the base of the skull. Okay, you you shoot patches in the back. <laughs> you walk up right behind him, slowly, weakly swaying. And you pull the trigger. And it fires into him. And he begins falling backwards. And as his head hits your feet, you feel a rush of power. As this magical energy that was left in him, not a lot, seeks out its new vessel. It is calling to that energy that is left in the mantle. It is trying to reform in you, and you feel it welling up. You can feel the power of ages, the knowledge of it, untold amounts of information and power, looking for a place to rest. And it's just a question of whether or not you want it. If you take it, that's you. That is the new god. If you don't, it's Lost isn't the right word, but it will be out of this world. It will vanish from this land, and it will pull everything that it's connected to with it. Over time, it's not an immediate thing. What does Arnis want? Not that. Hmm. Not to be a god, really. Oh, that's the last thing Arnis wants. Right now, all the artist wants to do is find a pub to go play some music and drink. That bitch's disciples nearly killed us twice. That's true. But you're a disciple. I mean, like, and in... And multiple times over two separate battles. Like, we almost died. (laughs) This is not a difficult choice for Arnis. Okay. I think as Arnis is dismissing this power, 
beyond compare. As that is happening, Darwin, you hear Corum. Darwin, we can pick this up again at another time. I have to speak with your friend. Yes, God. And you feel Corum just pull away from your unconscious mind as he enters into Aranus. And Aranus, in your head, you hear Corum. Aranus, I'm impressed to think that you'd be able to reject the power, to think that you'd be willing to give up the children of chaos without even knowing who they are as a strength. Our deal is done. I I will not compel you to do anything else. But you will always have my ear and my favor. Is there anything you'd like to say to Corum before he... Why this? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> now we get into the why. <laughs> I think we touched on it before, but I think with your success, Corum's willing to be more open. Well, Aranus, it's quite simple. Pathox, Patches, whatever he wants to call himself, I'm not concerned about that. He was looking to upset the order of the world. He was recruiting people. He's been interfering with the passage from this world to mine. And I knew it was only a matter of time before he sent someone after me. That's apparently not a concern now. What do you mean, interfering with the... What? There are dead people that have never made it to me. I'm not sure where they went. He's doing something. Or, (laughs) he was doing something. Between him and his children, it was going to be an uphill battle. Imagine a world without death. It's terrible. Yeah, that sounds bad. But now, thanks to you, it's not going to be a problem. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Okay, you're going to make me roll something here because... Am I? Me, Shannon, player has put something together, but I don't know, or I think I have, but I don't know if Arnis would have put it together. Hmm. Because it seems to me that the thing he's been doing to interfere is the grayscape. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. Okay. Would Arnus put that together? Knowing that Patches said, like, this is my space. I think that's reasonable. Okay. And now I need to know if I can put together that that is where he would have sent Vale? Ugh. I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, Vale just disappeared, and I figured if they were invisible, they would have (laughs) told us that they were there. If Vale were invisible, yeah. Um, problem. Do you know for certain that Vale's in the grayscape? No. no. There's at least one other possibility. You know the astral plane exists. Um, yeah. But also, I don't know if you knew that was a plane shift thing, but whatever whatever happened to Vale, they're not here right now. It could have just been normal teleportation. They could be in the grayscape. They could be in the astral plane. You would think that they're dead, but, well, I mean, Corm's already told Darvin that. No. They're not I don't got them. Yeah, definite possibility. Patches straight up told you this is my place. Um, I guess maybe I want to tell Coram about it, but then also that I don't know where Vale went, and that's one of the places they could potentially be. 
Or I don't know where, when, what Vale went. <laughs> do you want to ask Coram anything about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you want? I, uh, what, what do you know about the Grayscape? Uh, mm, uh, nowhere near as much as I would like. That's all Pathox. I assume. I, th- I think it's where... Wasn't that where we met Coram, though? I got shoved into the snow. You got pushed down through the snow and then landed in Coram's place. Uh, so it's like yeah. a weird... Like a purgatory-ish type place. Yeah. Uh, put up a filter. I think... I think it's where Pathox is keeping your dead people. Then I might have a task for Darwin. <laughs> a much more important one. But we also don't know what happened to Vale. Well, they're not here. And they're no. not there. With you, I mean. They're somewhere else. Uh, Possibly there. Is the portal still open? Yeah, that portal is still open. Do not go through the portal. Can I shout through it? Like, without going through? I'm not going We need to finish this thing with Coram first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sorry. Because things are going to happen as soon as this conversation's over. Um, will you help me try to find Vale? Me? Gonna cash in that favor right away, then. No, I... <laughs> I mean, no, but yeah. It's Vale. What? I'm, Are you telling no. me to not find him? <laughs> I'm saying Vale would not be thrilled about you asking a god for a favor to find them. <laughs> Especially because that's such a small ask when you have a favor from the god of death. I guess that's fair, but I... But it's your, your call, your moment, I'm not there. Lord knows I'm not there. But whatever happened to... Like, I want to know what happened to you, and I'm... Yeah, it feels really small after all the stuff we've done, but it's not. You helped me, and I owe you. Coram will respond, When you get out of here, you and Darwin come and ask me again. But I think you've got other things to worry about now. Corm's going to cut off this connection here. And as he does so, you get a better sense of what's happening here in the cavern. And Brumble's mantle, filled with that energy, Uh begins to crack. And it erupts, causing this entire place to shake. Stones start falling from the ceiling. Oh dear. You've got Sam and Darwin down here. Oh shit. Sam is weak, able to move... Not very quickly. Darwin obviously cannot. He's unconscious. And stones start falling. Healing words of bonus action. I get Sam and run over to Darwin and give him some heals. All right, roll that heal. To to get... Oh, my God. <laughs> Does it matter if I use a bonus action or a full action? It depends on how much health you want him to have. Whichever one you want. Enough so that you can run the hell out of here. So um, That's any amount of health. Well, there are dangers. I have no more level one spell slots, so uh, I'm going to do Cure Wounds level two. Uh, how much health does Darwin get? Um, however much I can roll. <laughs> Which is apparently really shitty. Eight. I will take it. But, you know. Alright, Darwin, you wake up, this entire cavern is starting to fall. Uh, get your kangaroo, we gotta go. Did the kangaroo survive? Yeah. He's got your sword, so... He does have my sword. He gets to come with us. He's quick on his feet. Don't worry. Okay, I'll make sure Pachet's following. All right. Real quickly, Vale, in the grayscape, yeah. standing in front of this giant icy cavern. The entire world begins to shake. 
Yeah, the ice cracks even more. Make a dexterity saving throw. Everything starts falling around you in an attempt to bury you. Uh, 24. You quickly start running, dodging large chunks of ice and mounds of snow as they're falling around you. You obviously have no idea where you're headed, but just out of danger is probably a good start. As you run away from this craggy ice, you find yourself at the top of a snow dune, and it starts collapsing under your feet as you start to head down. Roll a deck saving throw again, just to stay above the snow. This is an avalanche. Sorry, how much? 14. You are rolling and tumbling, but staying on top of the snow. And as you reach the bottom of this snow dune, the snow piles up on either side of you. You've got to climb out of it a little bit, but there's the gray sky above you, just as it was before. Almost. It looks a little dimmer now, and you can begin to hear panic screams from other people off in the distance. You can't see where it's coming from, but there is a general panic here. So to your left is where you heard those screaming voices. Off to your right, there's a few more kind of snow dunes interlacing with one another, but it doesn't seem like there's any people over there that you can hear. Which way do you want to go? I'm going to go toward the screaming voices in the hopes that maybe they might know a direction to go that's better than into the into the dark snow. Okay. Dune. You run off towards these voices, make another deck saving throw. 16. As you stumble around with all of this falling snow, you see a large group of these snow creatures. Mishmashed animal parts, humanoid parts. And they're all huddling together and they're pulling people up out of the snow. The other snow. And they look at you with a panic and they just quickly motion like, we're trying to keep everybody safe, come here. Cool, yeah. And they all just huddle around, they bring you in under a few layers, and there's a few of the larger snow creatures just piling on top, protecting the others. And the snow continues to fall around. You're staying here with these people. I have no idea where else to go except to run into the snow. I feel like this is as good of a choice as that, so yeah, I'm going to stay with these people. Okay. You swing back to the cavern. Rocks are falling. And you're heading up the stairs. Everybody make a dexterity saving throw to avoid falling rocks. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, you did much better than me. I got a 15. 26. Very nice. You will each take half, so two points of damage. Use my... I have to make dex save to take half if I take no. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is correct. Nice. Good, because I only have eight. thought I'm in a quarter of my health. Yikes. This is the first time I've taken damage tonight. Nice. Just in case you're wondering. You haven't been really fighting anybody. It's true. (laughs) I took very little. All that that bullshit that happened. For the longest time, all I've done was hurt myself trying to get my sword. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You make your way to the top of this initial staircase, up into the second room. More stones are falling. The ground is beginning to crack. Roll another deck save. That's good. Same. Artis? 12. Darvin? Also 12. Yikes. All right. Um, that is a fail on both y'all's part. So you'll take half, though, because of your ability. Yeah. You'll still take half. Which is good. Because that is eight damage. Oh, God, that's Ouch. very good. So Artis takes eight. Darvin takes four. You continue making your way up the other sets of stairs, and you now find yourself at the base of the stairs that lead right up into that basement underneath the shop. 
Where's Sam? Did we leave him? No, no he's, he's coming. He's okay. Coming. okay. I'm hand waving Sam. Okay, I've got it. <laughs> and the kangaroo. <laughs> right, right. Make one more deck save. Oh, God. The ground is beginning to crumble. More stones are falling. You can see the wood slats up above. Oh, no. Is it a crit fail? No. no. So, Arnis. 26. You're well and good, Darvin. 11. You are not. I know. That's five, so you take half of that, which is two. Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, my whole seat, my whole seat. the edge. <laughs> Why Did does you... it always come down to one point of damage? <laughs> it's two. It's two. It's two. <laughs> okay. You push yourself up through that illusion that was hiding the stairs leading down here, and you head over to the ladder, and everything down here is shaking, like the stuff falling off the walls, and you begin heading up. Who's going up first? I'm sending Darvin first. Okay. All right. Darvin will go first. Darvin, make an athletics check, as you're climbing this ladder and the whole room is shaking. 17. Nice. It's shaking, and you're like half flying off the ladder, but you manage to climb yourself up, push that door open, and emerge into the shop. Arnis, go for it. Roll athletics. Don't stop running until you get out. Out, out, out. 18. Okay. Yeah, you follow Darvin up. It's a little shaky, but you make your way there. Sam follows you. I don't know how a kangaroo climbs a ladder. Um... (laughs) The ebony kangaroo latches on its two front paws, leaps up a little bit. Latches, it's a little hopping up the ladder. It's funky, but it works. Just because I want this kangaroo. Everybody likes a kangaroo. Also, it has all my stuff. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. And other stuff, too. Uh, and you emerge into the shop. Everything is shaking and falling off the shelves. Uh, do you just want to run out? Yes. Okay. Sure. And you run out into Capris. And y'all, there's a sight. Um... First, Vale. Vale had a thought. Oh, did you? Yes. Okay, let's hear it. Vale suddenly remembered how they got out of the Grayscape last time, and wants to start digging down. Because they remembered being pushed down, so the thought is, let's just... I got no other plan, just dig. Oh my gosh. Okay, cool. When mortals go to Hades. (laughs) Awesome. I got no other thoughts, so... No, that's that's cool. This is interesting. I love it. Yeah, no, I think this just works. Because, yeah, the grayscape is a thin interference in between the world of the living and the world of the dead. And eventually you just fall through and land in Corum's domain. Oh, shit. <laughs> Out of the frying pan. Oops. You're on considerably better terms with Coral. Oh, yes, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Vale, you stand and realize you are once again in the world of Coral, where the dead go, where the dead are. And there are lights off in the distance. There are the voices of the dead. Coral isn't here right now, not where you're at. But you will certainly have time to seek him out. I mean, I don't know what else I was going to do there except wait to die? That's that's one way to go. Veil the living in the land of the dead. But now I need to, let's see. 
Okay. Here we are. Darwin and Arnis. You've got Sam. You've got the ebony kangaroo with you. And as you take a moment to just take in everything that's happened and that terrible situation you've just escaped, Arnis, you feel a moment of clarity followed by an utter wave of nausea and it clears up for a moment and then it hits you again as if something is withering up and seizing at the same time make a constitution saving throw oh dear 16 you manage to push through the pain as you start to get more and more of a sense of what you've done but you don't have long to dwell on your own thoughts and your own feelings and this weird pain inside of you. As Darvin and Aranus, you look out into the town of Capris, and you are met with a terrible sight. Every elf and half-elf that you see is writhing in pain, some clinging to posts or walls in an attempt to stay on their feet, some on the ground in the middle of the road. But as you look closer, you can see it's not just the elves. A visiting orcish couple and a gnome fisherman are also in the same throes of pain. The humans of the town look on in shock and bewilderment. A halfling is rushing about trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Going from person to person, confused. An elderly elf, very old, wrinkles, gray hair, was already probably walking a little slow. Rushes towards the first friendly faces they see, and you, as you emerge, you seem to be healthy, and he rushes towards you as this withering takes hold, and he stiffens completely as his flesh turns into a hard, bone-like substance. The children of Patches are many, it seems, and many more still and his death will affect them all eventually. As we pull back even farther around the world, we watch as the children of Pathox grow weaker and more sick. From the Aarakocra far to the north in the deserts of Lirinor, to the constructs in the icy darkness of the southern continent of Vorzeth, nearly half the peoples of the world begin to feel the effects of this withering. Here on Sarakar, aside from the elves, the dragons and monstrosities grow weaker. In Brizendine's cave to the west, both he and Vizcara struggle to find their strength. Being only a half-dragon, Brizendine is the first to recover from the initial onset. He turns to tend to Vizcara in confusion. The children of Pathox, these and countless more across the world, begin to suffer from the withering. Not just the elves, orcs, aarakocra, gnomes, constructs, dragons, and monstrosities, but the Sahuagin, goblins, fey, furbolg, oozes, kobold, and dwarves as well. Even the sky begins to dim as the effects ripple across the world. Today's losses pale in comparison to the devastation looming now on the horizon. And we will explore the fight against that fate when we return with book three of Seasons of Skyrim.
And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Chris DeMello and Sierra Jones. And at the very generous $15 Governor level, thank you, Steve Geddes. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. Special thanks to Empower RSA for the use of his song Extension Deep Original Mix, available from his own label MaxNote Music at empowerrsa.bandcamp.com, and you can find him on Twitter at EmpowerRSA. That's the letter M, the word power, followed by the letters R-S-A. Go give him a listen. Hello, Sky Friends. We hope you enjoyed our final chapter in Book 2. There's so much I could say about this chapter and this book as a whole, but for now I'll leave it at thank you for listening. And I'm leaving it at that because we want you to send in your questions for our first ever Q&A. We're accepting questions covering anything and everything from both Books 1 and 2. You have until July 31st, 2019 to send in your questions to our email, skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. Please include Book 2 Q&A in the subject line so we don't miss it. We'll be recording the Q&A after our next interlude game of The Glamour releases in two weeks. And once I get settled in after my big move. Ask as many questions as you like on any subject that you like, and we promise to get to as many as possible. We're so excited by everything that's happened so far in our stories, and we want to give you the chance to have your voices heard. Again, send your questions to skyrenpodcast at gmail.com by the end of the month. Thanks again for all of your support. And remember, the story will always continue.